Hey guys, Tim Windsor. I'm the host and guide of the Uncommodified podcast. And today I want to introduce to you a brand new series of episodes called Unpedaling. Hopefully that uh, title is provocative and we'll unpack that over the period of time that we do these episodes. The introductory episode today I'm doing with my son, Chris, and we'll we'll do all these episodes together because we're going to co-host this series together. The introduction to this series today is called The Big Why, The What and the Who For, and The What's Next. Really just want to set up this idea for you guys so you can understand what we want to do, why we're doing it, the passion that we have behind this particular subject, the target audience, the people that we think this podcast is really going to be for in relationship to bringing value to them. And for those of you who don't remember, I introduced you to Chris a couple of months ago in my podcast in an uncorked conversation entitled Aged Whiskey and young wisdom. I think, if I recall, Chris, we enjoyed a really great glass of 16-year-old Lagavulin together to kick that podcast off and talk a little bit about your background as a young leader, a millennial leader. But as a reminder to our listeners, you also hold a position now and have for the last little while of Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing in a fairly large company that is North American-based. So Chris comes at this with his experience from the sales side and from his experience on the marketing side as well because his career started in marketing. And I come at this from my experience in marketing and sales over the last 30 years. Chris, I guess over the last uh, nine, 10 years or so. And my background is I originally started in marketing and consulting, and that led to sales and leadership training. And since 2004, I have been working with sales organizations and salespeople across North America and even into Europe in relationship to the art and craft of moving away maybe from just selling to doing something different. And really, that's what this whole podcast's about, unpeddling. And we'll unpack that for you. But before we do that, let's let's crystallize this with why are we doing this? What's our big why, Chris, in relationship to when you and I talked about this and you had a vision for this idea, why this subject and why is it so important for people? Well, I think when we got talking about looking at doing uh, a podcast about this subject, like we really got talking about how we're both very passionate about selling and we're frankly disgusted with a lot of the peddling that goes on within sales. And and when we were thinking of, you know, what to title this, peddling was a good word that came to both of us because, you know, peddling is that it just implies to me kind of like going out and pushing whatever you have to sell on anybody just because it's going to benefit you in the long term, not necessarily benefit the person, you know, it's selfish selling. So I think, you know, the big why for this this series is that we really want to encourage people around looking at selling differently. And there's just a lot of selling, you know, in my short career and Tim and your longer career that we've both encountered where, you know, we've met some fantastic people who just the way that they go about selling may not necessarily be the most productive in terms of building that long-term success for both their customers and partners and themselves. We find that there's nuances that get missed in that process. So we really wanted to have a podcast that kind of focuses around uncovering some of the unique ways and unique things that people are doing to sell and market differently. Absolutely. And you know, that it's interesting because we bantered around and, and I'll be really honest with our listeners. You know, I had a different title actually for this podcast series in the beginning and I, I thought it was great. And frankly, Chris, you didn't think it was great. And I think the reasons you thought it wasn't great were good reasons in the end. And, and in the beginning, I, I thought of entitling this, the series of episodes, Unselling. 
And I remember when I shared that with you, Chris, and I think I sent it to you in a text, and you, you clearly weren't, you weren't into it. Let me ask you, why did you find that not the right title for this series? Well, I think part of the reason that I didn't find it the right title is because I think, you know, one of my things that I'm really focused on is redefining what selling actually means. And, you know, a lot of people talk about selling as a dirty word, and I don't think selling is a dirty word. And I think actually peddling is a much better representation of what we were talking about. And, you know, one book that I read by Mike Weinberg, he really talks about this whole concept of how selling as a core is actually a very important and crucial thing in an art. And just because it's gone in a certain direction doesn't mean that selling in and of itself is bad. Um, And so I think, you know, I almost want to, through this process and through this series, like how do we redefine and reestablish the great things about selling and almost change the perspective that our customers and partners and salespeople have around selling. And it's not this taboo subject that, you know, we don't want to be called salespeople. We want to become, you know, account managers or customer relationship managers, because that sounds somehow prettier. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just a disguise for salesperson. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what, I, I have to admit, as Chris shared that with me, I began to recognize, you know, that unselling wasn't a great title because I know there's a book out there called Unselling and not to disparage them in any way, because I think they've taken that and that's their concept. But philosophically, I think it's a great point. And so when I went back to the drawing board and said, okay, Chris, if we don't use this, what are we going to use? Unpeddling became a really great way for us to say, I think, what we wanted to say. Because peddling, literally, the the definition or one of the synonyms is is really is is to hawk. So a peddler or a hawker is really at the root of that. And and its history is is actually rooted in England centuries ago, where people would peddle their wares on the street, you know, and sort of, you think of that, Chris, it's before your time, but sort of what, what they used to call this sort of watch salesman, who's got this trench coat on and opens up this coat and says, hey, which watch would you like? That's the image when I think of a peddler, you know, someone out just peddling their wares. And again, not to disparage people who that's what they do for a living, but when we're talking about professional salespeople and professional marketers, we want to talk about raising our game. And as Chris said, moving away from selfish selling. Now, also, this isn't just about selling. And I think that's another reason why unselling didn't make sense, because this podcast really is about sales and marketing for us. Both of our backgrounds is in marketing and sales. And early on when we began to work together, Chris was an employee at a company that I got a contract at a number of years ago. And I remember as we began to bring all that out and sort of move together, we read an excellent book called On Sales, which is an HBR series book called On Sales. Excellent book. If you've never read it, you should get it. And one of the chapters in there, Chris, if you recall when we read it, was on the nesting of marketing and sales together as an interdependent discipline and that we need each other. It's not sales versus marketing. It's it's sales and marketing, and we're nesting them together. And so unpeddling became even a better term because unselling would have put all the focus on selling, and, we, and that's not what we want. So it, the focus is on unpeddling. The process of marketing and sales 
and the experience that we provide to customers as we market to them and as we sell to them, and we ultimately understand what it is we're doing as we partnership with them. So I think it's a brilliant title in the end, and I, and I, I frankly, I love it. It's much better than the title I had in the beginning. So my hat's off to you, even though I don't have a hat, Chris. My hat's going to come off to you. I'd flap my hair, but I don't have any of that either. But my hat's off to you because you pushed back, and you were right. Unselling wasn't the best title. Unpedaling, a much better title. So... That's the big why for us. It's just this, again, we're passionate about selling. We're frankly disgusted. And I know it's a strange word, but we're disgusted by peddling, not not something either of us values. So other than that being our big why, what other things are are you passionate about, Chris, uh, that really will shape or help people understand why do we want to engage them with this kind of podcast episode series? Well, I think... Part of the reason too is because we're both very focused on how we create partnerships with customers and and other people that provide more value than our competitors, more value than other people. And, you know, one of the things that I think is really important to note as well is like for me, the difference between peddling and selling and professional sales, it's all in the nuances. You know, like you said, you know, just because somebody is a watch salesman per se, doesn't mean they're a peddler. It's, you know, peddling and selling isn't about, you know, what we're selling or the types of goods that we're trying to sell to our customers, but it's really, it's the nuances of why are we selling and the tactics we're taking. And I think for me, that's what I'm really excited about is talking to some individuals who have perfected the nuances of these things, because at face value, you know, peddling and selling look very similar, but I think it's in the nuances that we find, how do we go and create that extraordinary value for people? And so, you know, that's really exciting for me as we dive into some of those conversations uh, for sure. Absolutely. And and underneath all this, we hope that you're going to hear from us and you'll hear from the people that we have conversations with, because they're not really going to be so much interviews, they're going to be more conversations, sort of like our Uncork conversation series. It's going to be a conversation between Chris and myself and whomever we're having that conversation with. And we, we've, we're starting to line up some really awesome marketing and sales professionals, uh, frankly, across North America right now, and I'm sure we'll go beyond, who are going to be able to come and have a really great quality conversation that we believe that is going to be provocative, it's going to be interesting, but it also is going to provide some really great strategies and and tactics and and ideas that can be implementable in the real world of the people that we ultimately hope this podcast series will be of benefit to. Because we're passionate underneath this about creating relationships of extraordinary value. And whether that's creating a relationship of extraordinary value, frankly, with the listeners, to this podcast or with customer partners that we engage with or that we that our guests engage with it is all about creating extraordinary value if we're not doing that then we have a problem particularly if we're selling commodities if we're selling a commodity something you can get somewhere else which is almost anything that's sold if we don't uncommodify the experience and how we deliver it and what we do then we become a commodity in the process not only the stuff we sell but we become and we want to encourage people to think about partnering for the right reasons, about moving beyond just transactions that we make, even in our relationships, but the transactions that we make with our customers, and really building full meaning of what true partnership looks like and what is a mutually beneficial, a mutually profitable business and personal relationship and partnership with our customers really look like at the end of the day. 
And are there processes and, and ways that we can get there effectively? That is one of the core things that's important to me in this process. What else, Chris, would you want our listeners to understand about why is this so important to you and to me and hopefully to them? Well, I think one of the things, you know, is we really do want to encourage people to step up their game in whatever that looks like for them in whatever, you know, season or area that they are in. I think, again, going back to my point before is as I'm continuing to, you know, get in deeper into some of these things and explore, you know, how am I personally creating more value for people? I'm coming back to again is, you know, there's nothing new about selling. Like, yes, there's new things, there's new technology, but there's nothing new about selling. And that's where, uh, you know, through this process, I would encourage people, you know, some of the things we're going to focus and talk about may seem small, but they are so important. And, you know, again, it's like that concept that talks about the difference between, you know, water just a degree below the boiling point and at the boiling point. And again, I think that this whole concept of unpedaling and going from pedaling to selling, I think it very importantly is about nuance and how do we get two degrees warmer to create all this action to start happening. Because at the end of the day, it is, you know, we are just going to be selling products. We're doing a lot of the same things we've always done, but to really encourage people to not overlook the nuances just because they're not these big new concepts doesn't mean that they're not um, massively powerful. Absolutely. And in fact, uh, Chris just referenced this book. I'll just, uh, for those of you who see this by video on YouTube or you see a marketing clip, it's, it's a great book. It's called 212 Degrees, The Extra Degree. Excellent book. Uh, and in fact, it, uh, it's going to be uh, my, my gift to my major customers this year. Every year I give them uh, a, a book that I want to use to catalyze their attention. And this is a book I'm going to give away to my customers this year because it's an excellent idea about, again, that just that one degree of difference in what we do makes all the difference. In this book, it, the concept is very simple. At, at 211 degrees, water is super hot. At 212, it converts to steam and can move a locomotive. It's the difference, the edge, whether it's customer service edge, whether it's selling edge, whether whatever it is, it's those little nuances, as Chris said, the little leverages, those fulcrums that we move and we get a disproportionate result for our energy. Absolutely, absolutely true. Now, one of the things also really important is we're not just going to get a bunch of people on here and just share our success stories uh, as if we've never had failures. You know, this is what we do. And if you just do what we do, you'll be super successful. And it's easy for us because that's just, frankly, that's bullshit. That is not not the real world. And so we know from our experience and from our successes and from our failures that we can do better. We know that we can as, as sales and marketing professionals, because that, that's a world we live in still. Chris lives in that every day, uh, managing a, a North American team of sales professionals. I live in that every day as I engage with salespeople, as I engage with my own customers. And we know from our success and failures that we can do better. In fact, not only can do better, we must do better. We must be better at certain things to stand out from the crowd, to uncommodify. And our encouragement, our challenge to you as listeners is, this is what we think, you must be better too. Because if not, the competition is going to hunt you down and eat your lunch. And if not, you are not going to provide the extraordinary value that your customer demands and requires from you in these very, very competitive markets and landscapes that we work in. So that being said, 
Let me just give you a little bit of a, a sense of the overall of how this is just going to work, you know, and the who part of this as well, how it's going to tuck in. So again, this is a new series of podcasts underneath the Uncommodified podcast banner. And of course, that the whole thing about that is just how do we uncommodify and stand out and be different for all the right reasons. But this is like the uncork conversations that I have with people about different subject matters, like the nitty gritty series that I do, which is that very practical nitty gritty stuff on leadership and behavior and different ideas. This sub-series, Unpedaling, is going to be where Chris and I are going to have chats with sales and marketing professionals uh, about the art and about the craft of uh, not just customer satisfaction, but I want to go beyond that, about customer delight. I mean, if we just make it our goal to, to satisfy our customers, that may not be enough. But what if our goal was to delight our customers, the art and craft of delighting customers? And I guess as, as we think about that, Chris, let me ask you, how, how do you see it working? How is it going to actually work at the end of the day when we move into those conversations? What is it going to look like? Well, we're going to reach out to some people um, that we have had a relationship with over the years who we feel are uncommodifying or unpedaling in the sales and marketing field. And like Tim briefly mentioned, have a conversation with them about an aspect or some aspects of what they do on a daily basis that unpedals or uncommodifies them in their field. And uh, I think for me, I'm really excited about that because again, to continue to challenge, you know, even myself to really say, how do I, I, I totally agree with you, Tim, like customer satisfaction is the low point for me. Customer delight should be our, um, how we, how we measure success. It's not just about satisfying people. We want to delight people. So uh, we're going to, you know, hear some ideas of some people who are doing this every day in the real world and try to pull out some things that they're doing to hopefully help and, you know, provide some energy for you to continue to go out and improve and seek to delight customers in different ways. And I think for me, one of the reasons I'm very excited about this is because the opportunity that presents itself for sales and marketing professionals who are actually dedicated to the craft of customer delight, not just satisfaction, is immense because there is so much bad sales and marketing practices that happen. It's not, it's not even funny. It's almost easy to stand out in some ways and delight customers because the bar is exceedingly low. Now, you know, it's exceedingly low because what we're talking about again, goes back to those tiny nuances and people really perfecting their craft. And I think, but that's the thing that excites me is the opportunity for success and learning things that are really going to drive success for, for people and for yourself um, who, who are listening, I think is very, uh, is very exciting for me. Absolutely. So listen, just as we wrap up this intro, don't want to take too much of your time, but we do want to get in your head a little bit and ask you, do you want to join us on this journey? We're going to start this series. Uh, not sure exactly how many we're going to release of these. Don't know the rhythm yet. Haven't figured all that out. That's okay. We're going to get started. This is going to be agile project development. We're going to sort of figure it out as we go. We're going to braille it out together. But we already have four or five awesome interviews lined up with some people on the marketing side, some people on the sales side. Uh, so, uh, one guy in particular who, if you want to talk about a commodity salesman, in his past, he sold duct tape in New York City. And he was amazing at it. And guess what? He's transformed himself and continues to transform himself into one of the most uncommodified sales professionals that Chris and I have ever met. Would you agree with that, Chris? 
Yep, absolutely. That's the kind of people we want to introduce you to, people that we know, people that we'll get to know along the way. This is what we hold in common. A conversation, a provocative, a thoughtful, a a practical conversation with sales and marketing experts and practitioners that will ultimately uncover and highlight critical sales and marketing ideas, actions, strategies, processes, and philosophies that they're passionate about that will ultimately challenge all of us through success and failure to create customer delight. Join us on the journey. Thanks for listening in today. If you have not subscribed to the Uncommodified podcast yet, do it today. Do it right now. And please rate and review the show on whatever platform you listen on. That would be so helpful to help us spread the word. Now it's time to own what you heard today. Get it out of your head and activate it in your life. And when you do, tell me how you are uncommodifying yourself and standing out for all the right reasons in a very crowded world.